say it couldn't be done. That I couldn't come up with 20 minutes of good news. Certainly couldn't come up with an hour of good news. They said it couldn't be done. It's been done. I, my goal was to set out today to bring you an hour of things that don't suck, which I thought if we could just find some neutral things, you know what I mean? We just find things like, hey, you know, a lady that was in the car crash and had uh, three of her limbs removed last night. At least that ain't you. You know, that kind of story. <laughs> I think I've actually found a bunch of really good news, and I'm going to share it with you in 60 seconds. program so grace lives here in texas and for decades she's dealt with extreme pain in her lower back and legs uh and when you live like that for a while it gets to the point where you just are like okay i'm just gonna live with it thankfully grace isn't that type over the years she's tried a ton of different things to make the pain go away but nothing worked then came the day when grace was listening to a very incredibly handsome talented smart uh, almost a prophet of his day if he wasn't so damn good looking. That's what he'd be known for. Anyway, she was listening to me on the radio, and she said, uh, you know, I've tried everything, but she decided to give it a try because this guy she listens to uh, is just infectious with his smile, with his grace. Uh, his humility is one of the other things I'm sure she loves. Anyway, she thought, what do I have to lose? So she uh, she took it for two straight uh, weeks. Her coworkers began coming up to her and telling her, what's different about you? Turns out, when she wasn't in pain, it was pretty noticeable. She not only noticed it, but so did everybody else. Grace got her life back. Relief Factor is not a drug developed by doctors, and 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more. So this handsome and humble man is just saying, what do you have to lose? Give it a shot. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-583-84, 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com. All right, Pat. Now, remember, the standard is very, is very low. Very I mean, low. we have a very yeah. low bar. Yes. So would I say this was an hour, a power hour of good news, you know, back in 2000? No. 2010? <laughs> no. 2016? Absolutely not. Today? This is a power hour of great news, America. So let's go to the first one. When I say Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, what do you think? Uh, liberal court, um, yeah. progressives. Yeah. No justice. Any, really anything but good news, right? Yeah, yes. Anything but good news. All right. Plans for the 3D printed self-assembled ghost guns can now be posted online without U.S. State Department approval. This was decided by the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals in San Francisco. They reinstated the Trump administration's order that permitted removal of the guns from the State Department's munitions <laughs> list. Now I don't know. I don't know about you, but I, 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 I don't like the fact that anybody can just make a gun online. Mm -hmm. But you can't put technology back into a bottle. You know, you, you yeah. it's, you're not going by banning that. Uh, you're not doing anything. You, you know the 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 source, the number one source 
for guns that have been confiscated in California in the last, uh, what was it, three years, were 3D-printed ghost guns. Mm. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah. So who do you think is, is printing those? Good guys or bad guys? This was happening while the ban was in place. Jeez. So it does it does absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. It does nothing. And I can't believe uh, that uh, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals actually made that. Now, this is and really that's good the news. good news part of the story, though, right? The, the, the Ninth, Ninth Circuit, Circuit Court, Court of Appeals. It's the yeah. work that Donald Trump did replacing the justices who Correct. left that court with justices who will make good decisions. Right. And I'm not saying this is a clean cut good decision. Right. I mean, ghost guns yeah, are bad. You know what I mean? Uh, it makes all of our laws, all of the everything, you know, where you have to be a responsible citizen bad. However, however, this is a correct reading of mm-hmm. shall not be infringed. No question. So I, I think that's really good news. Now, next piece. Supreme Court uh, made a decision to take up a New York gun case. This could be really bad news uh, <laughs> if they go the other way. Um, however, the the case is giving momentum now to the um, uh, the idea that you can carry your gun if you have a if you have a gun permit in one state, you can carry it across state lines to the other state. Um, it, it the court this is the first gun case since I think the Heller case, uh, and it's been twelve years. They said it's going to the uh, uh, the challenge is a New York law that allows residents to carry a concealed handgun only after proving a special need. This is what happens in New York. Most people don't have any idea do you remember when we we did a what was it an 18 month uh uh journey to get a gun permit oh yeah do you remember that Mm -hmm. it's in one of our books i can't remember Mm -hmm. stuart remember which book which book but kevin who used to work for me uh in new york he uh, we were writing a book we said the 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 paperwork the the way to get a gun in new york is impossible and I think all he could get was a shotgun for his apartment. This wasn't a, a handgun. He had, it took him a year and a half to be able to buy a gun. A year and a half. I was turned down for a, a gun permit in New York, even though others have guns in New York. I couldn't get one. I don't know why they said I didn't have special need. Are you out of your mind? I mean, I had all kinds of protection on me all the time because of the threats on my life. Anyway, uh, they say that uh, uh, this is basically making it so nobody can get a gun in New York except the, uh, the bad guys. Uh, Second, Second Amendment rights supporters uh, say that this is uh, going to open things up. If it goes the right way, this will open things up. So the good news here, I think, on guns is it, is, it seems to be going the other way. State after state is strengthening their gun laws. Uh, they are strengthening. And when I say that, they're strengthening their gun freedom laws. And they are all preparing for an absolute assault on uh, on guns, which I think is fantastic news. And over the last 
what, 12 years or so, uh, John Roberts has squashed every attempt to hear a, uh, a gun yes. case in the Supreme Court, but he didn't this time. So people think that maybe he's being more heavily influenced by the new so-called conservatives that are on the court. Again, Good win news. for Donald Trump. Yep. A win for America. Yep. Um, thank you, Donald Trump, for this. Okay, next one. White farmers. Uh, you know, I live part-time in a farming community up north, and it is, it's a town of 500 people. They're all farmers, or most of them are farmers. And uh, it's just a different way of life, a totally different way of life. It's <laughs> honestly, from somebody who lives in the city, it's almost as close as I could ever get to being Amish. And there are times I'm like this. I'm I'm how far away from a Walmart am I for the love of Pete? What am I Amish? Uh, but it is a tight knit community and really kind. It's a kind group of people. The first bad word I have ever. Do you know? Do you know Rich and Sue? Uh, Pat, have you met them yet up at the ranch? Yes. OK. It's been a while. Really? But yeah, I met them. Yeah, really good, rock-solid mm-hmm. people, you know. Um, and I never hear them say a bad word about anybody. You know, it's a little like your wife, you know. Oh, bless her heart. Look how cute she is. She's so nice. Uh, never <laughs> says a bad word about anybody, at least in public, uh, <laughs> that I know of. Um, really, really sweet and kind. The the first thing I have heard from that was not an unkind word, but a, uh, a a strong statement was. This will cause problems and pit farmers against farmers. This is racist and can't stand. And what he was talking about was the government loan forgiveness for farmers. I don't know if you followed this, mm-hmm. uh, but you can get loan forgiveness if. You're a rancher or a farmer that is black, American Indian, Hispanic, Alaskan Native, uh, Asian American, or Pacific Islander. If you're white, don't apply. That is not America. That can't happen. Uh, Well, a group of uh, Midwestern farmers have gotten together and they are suing the federal government because white farmers are not eligible. uh, And they're saying my constitutional rights are being violated, which they are. Uh, we plaintiffs are, uh, or sir, uh, uh, sorry, uh, plaintiffs eligible for loan forgiveness benefit. Uh, they would have the opportunity to make additional investments in their property, expand their farms, purchase equipment and supplies, and otherwise support their families and local communities, says the lawsuit. Because plaintiffs are ineligible to even apply for the program solely due to their race, they have been denied the equal protection of the law and therefore suffered harm. The U.S., listen to this. This is a response from the Biden administration. The U.S. Department of Agriculture issued a statement saying it was reviewing the lawsuit with the U.S. Department of Justice. Oh, I feel better now. Uh, But that the USDA plans to continue to offer loan forgiveness to socially disadvantaged farmers. So what they're saying is everyone Jeez. who's a minority is socially disadvantaged. Mm-hmm. Everybody who's white and a farmer is not. I have news for you. Every farmer is socially disadvantaged in today's world. Every mm-hmm. farmer is. Now, here's the thing. And I, I, I think this is good news in a world where we were having a conversation of common sense. And the courts could do a great deal of uh, good here. 
They're saying that for a long time, um, you know, black farmers and farmers, minority farmers were not getting loans for their farms uh, and white people were getting on the loans. I don't know if that's true, but let's just say it was. If that was true, that's a separate case. That is something that we would all unite on and say, let's solve that. That's wrong. The story is really uh, uh, really well written. Uh, uh, less than 2% of the direct loans from the Trump administration went to black farmers. Okay, well, what is the percentage of black farmers? I mean, is it mm. 2% of all farmers? Is it 5%? Mm. Is it 90%? Mm. What is it? I mean, that would help if we knew what the percentage of black farmers is. Um, all right, so they're saying that um, uh, Donald Trump, and for a long time this has been happening, yada, yada, yada. Well, fine. Then let's get rid of that. Let's correct that. But you can't correct things by becoming racist yourself. You're saying that this is racist. They wouldn't give any of these uh, black farmers, just based on their race, any kind of loan. Well, let's fix that by making sure that people who are white, based on their race, can't get a loan. It makes no sense whatsoever. And what they will say is, we have limited resources. Since when? <laughs> Since when? So I think this is a another sign. And I I've got a couple of stories here where people are really pushing back. Next, I'm going to go to the police and then we'll go to the schools. But this is a good sign. People are not taking it and they're not rising up in anger with guns. We're not going and looting a Walmart or a Target store. What we're doing is we're going to the court system and saying this is wrong. This is racism. And this has to stop. Good news. Power hour. Uh, we'll continue in a second. Give me 60 seconds. Ready or not. Here comes the lawn mowing season. Your uh, your yard's going to start growing like, well, a, a weed and kind of it. Anyway, um, get on top of the best lawnmower available today and cut your lawn in about half the time. It's a Hustler Turf zero-turn mower. It's fast. It's sleek. It's built like a tank. Um, they are most famous Hustler for uh, industrial settings, so people who have, you know, acres and acres and acres and acres and acres you know football fields baseball diamonds uh the center of the highway this is who hustler has made lawnmowers for the industry so they were built and designed to be used eight hours a day every single day you're not going to have a problem with this lawnmower it doesn't it's not going to break it's not going to break down because you're using it what two hours a week it hasn't even started Hustler is the best zero-turn lawnmower on the market because they invented it, they perfected it, and it has always been made for really heavy-duty use. Now you can get it in a size made for you. I want you to test drive. Go and, you know, Lawn Boy or whoever is making uh, the best lawnmower. Go to Home Depot and drive it. Look at it. Then do yourself a favor and find a Hustler dealer near you and test drive a Hustler. You'll find them at HustlerTurf.com, HustlerTurf.com, dollar for dollar, pound for pound. There is no better lawnmower out there. It's HustlerTurf.com. 10 seconds, station ID. 
All right, so let me talk about Ashley Babbitt. Do you remember who Ashley Babbitt is, uh, Pat? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The woman who was shot at the Capitol building. Okay, so explain what happened to her as you remember. Uh, she She was about to climb through the door that had been broken uh and uh one of the capitol police officers shot her in the neck and, and she shot backwards her. correct and, did did he see her did he see it's her my, oh yeah it's I my it recollection pointing right at it was, her was he because it was my recollection he shot through the door um but maybe he did see her breaking I th- through i thought he saw her yeah i thought okay. he did all right, so this is a really dicey one because I don't want to do anything that uh, is supportive of the January 6th attack on the Capitol. It was not the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. No. In fact, oh, it wasn't ridiculous. the worst attack on our democracy since summer. Um, but mm. uh, it was bad. It was really yeah, bad. Was. I want nothing to do with it. However,. Her family is now coming out, and they are uh, filing a civil lawsuit against the uh, officer who killed her. Um, They're looking for $10 million right now. They're not charging the officer with anything. The the DOJ said they're not going to charge him for uh, anything. Uh, But... Uh, the family says the actual evidence is this. The officer shot an unarmed woman who was not an immediate threat to him or any member of Congress. That's inconsistent with any claim of self-defense or the defense of others, period. So this is going to be a tough one because, A, it was January 6th. You're breaking into the Capitol. You're breaking in. Um, I would support somebody who had this exact same situation at their house let's say you were inside your house and you had blm people surrounding your house and they were trying to break in and you shot them through the door i would say congratulations you know collect two hundred dollars you know and uh and here's park place (laughs) you know i mean Mm -hmm. there's there should be no penalty for defending your home the capital is the home of our republic if you will and they were breaking in, violently breaking in, not necessarily her, but she was right there in front and she was trying to climb through the broken door. I, I don't have a problem with the officers shooting her. I don't like it, but I didn't like what she was doing either. And, you know, while the officer wasn't fearing for his life, he didn't know she she didn't have others had guns. And if she went through and got through, others would follow. Where do you stand on this, Pat? It's tough. It's really hard. I go back and forth on it. Uh, At the time, I thought it was excessive that she was shot. I did, too. I did, too. Uh, um, The more we found out about the the rioting, um, the less sympathetic I was to anybody who was was in there. Um, But I... Don't think she needed to be shot. Uh, it, it's a really, it's a tough one. Uh, it was yeah. so tragic because she wasn't really. I mean, other than you know trying to get through the door, I don't think she would have perpetrated any violence. Right, but I, I'm glad this is going to court because I am so tired of people not pushing back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just accepting. Yeah. Okay, well, that's what it is. I'm not saying that they should win. I don't know. 
Um, I, exactly like Pat, felt that it was excessive at the beginning, but I want to be consistent as well and say, I wasn't on the other side of the door. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know what the officer was was thinking. And, you know, as we always say, you don't want to be shot. Don't do that. Right. That's right. And that's one of those things you don't do. So, uh, you that's know, right. I, I'll be interested in this. The reason why I put this in a good news category is because it shows people are just not sheep and they're not going to take it. You know, this isn't about taking of the capital. This is about the taking of someone's life and challenging the narrative. Was that justified? I think it was, but I'd like a jury to hear it. I'd like to hear the the whole case. After all, we know what happened to Officer Sicknick was not true. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. So I was thinking about creating my own system of money. Uh, by gathering up every computer chip I could find and then selling them online. Yeah, I call it chiptocurrency. <laughs> Holy cow, who writes this stuff? Um, I uh, waited too late to get into the uh, chip uh, business, and now uh, if something goes wrong with my car, I'm in real trouble. You're in real trouble. Ford is in real trouble. Ford said uh, that they're going to have a hard time producing all of the cars and trucks they need for this next quarter because chips are out. Do you have any idea? I mean, chips have cost me $3,000 for a chip in my car. $3,000. Thank goodness I had uh, CarShield because they covered it. If your car goes down, especially in this atmosphere, and you have to buy a new chip for your car, you're screwed. Get coverage from CarShield right now. Get coverage from CarShield that you can help design. Uh, visit carshield.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 10%. A deductible may apply. It's carshield.com. Promo code BECK. Don't forget to use the promo code Glenn for $20 off your subscription at blazetv.com. This is the Gledbeck Program. Hello, America. It's Friday. We have a good news hour. It may even go to a good news hour and a half. Uh, we've got some really good stuff for you today. So if you just like a break from all the bad stuff, I'm going to give you some signs of uh, real hope. Uh, tell a friend and uh, share our podcast. Uh, you'll be able to download this podcast uh, wherever you get your, your podcast and make sure you have your friends listen to it. I think we could all use a dose of hope. By the way, our Friday exclusive today on Blaze TV for Blaze subscribers only, commercial-free interview with, Lil, uh, with Lee Schooland. This is a woman that survived the great leap forward and the cultural revolution in Mao's China. She was a kid, and she, uh, her, her and her whole family were marked as a I'm quoting black family. There were black families and red families. Red family, you were with Mao and nothing, you know, everything was okay. If you were marked a black family, you were disloyal and you had to go into re-education camps. Many of them were just brutally tortured and killed. Well, her father was jailed. Her mother was beaten by red family neighbors, not the government, neighbors, See, that's how you got to be uh, uh, a red family in, in good standing. You became the police. You just took care of it yourself for social justice. She warns America, 
I've seen this movie before. Today, 5 p.m., blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn this week for 20% off right now. Uh, but make sure you watch. Make sure you watch that today at five. All right. Some more good news. This one's coming from Chicago. The mother of a 13 year old in Chicago says she, quote, cannot praise the two police officers who rushed her son to the hospital enough after he was wounded in a drive by shooting this week. Now, you'll notice that this story is not about the drive-by shooting or the number of shooting uh, shootings and deaths in Chicago. No, this is this this is news because here's a mom praising the cops. "Quote: I'm highly grateful for you guys. Thank you. It was a wonderful job," she said during a press conference. She says that they saved her uh, her son's life because uh, they uh, they took him into the hospital in the patrol car instead of waiting for an ambulance, which, uh, you know, can you imagine if he would have died and it would have been a hostile police family? I bet they uh, I bet they would have charged them with something because they should have waited for the ambulance. Um, She said uh, that um, uh, Julius Givens was in the back of the squad car. He was one of the officers. Uh, and he said he was in and out of the son was in and out of consciousness. They were trying to keep him alive and keep him up. He was shot in the back and the stomach. Uh, the doctor said that he's going to have long-term injuries, uh, and, but he's, he's going to live. She also said in the press conference, this violence has got to stop. These kids don't deserve it. They're babies laying in these hospital beds. Nobody is talking about the violence in Chicago. Perhaps conservatives should. If we want to talk about real violence and the number of gun deaths, let's talk about Chicago. Let's talk about New York. Let's talk about places in these inner cities where black families are trapped and they have no way to protect themselves. And many of them are afraid of their own, you know, children's friends. Something has to change here. All right. Coming up in the hour number three, I'm, I have the guy who is really kind of one of the 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 stars of this movement. Uh, so we're going to go into this story a little later, but I wanted to share this good news. What's happening now in the country, and we told you that critical race theory is a poison, and we told you that it is in your school. I don't care where you live It's in your school. Well, in a wealthy suburb of Dallas here, it's just down the street from where I live, a town called Southlake. Southlake has exploded. First, it exploded because it was racist. It was so racist. These kids were singing a rap song, and they were using really bad language in that rap song. So instead of saying you know, hey, parents, where are you? Why are your kids listening to this rap song? Or, hey, rappers, uh, mm-hmm. let's not use that language. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we believe in freedom of speech, and I believe in freedom of choice. If that's what you think is okay, I think you're wrong, but you have a right to do it. Instead, it was made to look like all these kids in Southlake, Texas, are racist. And so they... 
they they did a deep dive into microaggressions, bullying, and racially charged incidents that happen three times per month. They say, okay, if they happen three times a month, that uh. the, the, this district has eighty five hundred kids. That means point three percent of the students every year come into a problem. Point. Three percent. That is not systematic racist. You know what that is? Stupid kids being stupid and mean to each other. So they they uh, rushed into a cultural competence plan. And what they did was unbelievable. You'll hear about it coming up uh, in hour number three. And you'll meet the guy who's really part of these parents that are so brave standing up against it. But, Pat, do you know who is leading this charge? Uh, I didn't until, until you mentioned it off the air. I had no idea. Uh, it's pretty amazing. So you know who these people are, at least one of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I had no idea. Russell Maryland yeah. and Robin Cornish, uh, a widow of another Dallas Cowboys player. Rus- Russell Maryland, big time uh, football great, NFL football great. Really? Yeah, really good. Okay, so so they both have kids in the district, um, <laughs> and they have been all over MSNBC and and uh, everything else about how Southlake harbors all of these racists. Oh, I, I, I just, oh my gosh, Southlake is is really, uh, I think, in a way, the product of Gateway Church. Would you agree with this, Pat? The people who are in South Lake, that church has mm-hmm. such a massive influence yeah. on South Lake. Um, and the pastor is really great. The people <clears throat> at the church are really, really great people. I love them. Uh, and I've attended uh, several of their services. I mean, they're just, they're great. Um, and South Lake just has this really good community spirit. Uh, and just a different, I mean, I was, I was at a car deal detail shop the other day and uh, I'm talking to this guy and he's got a big beard and you know, he's tatted up and, uh, he was like, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine at church the other day and we were talking <laughs> and he's like, you know, I, I just love the Lord so much. And you're like, what, where am I? Where am I? Well, the answer is you're in Texas and it's a good thing. Southlake there, there are racist places in the South, and there, I'm sure there are racist places here in Texas. South Lake isn't one of them. And to show you how non-systematic racist this school system is, can you talk about the disparity between I can, uh, I can. what blacks and whites yeah, uh, do it, in that school it, district? It, it's shocking, Glenn. It is shocking. Uh, get ready to throw up a little bit in your mouth because uh, it's just that bad. There is no racial performance gap. Can you believe? I'm sorry, it? what? There is. There is. That's how racist this. That's place how is. racist this place is. There is no racial performance gap. Do you know how rare that is in the United States oh, well, or anywhere in the world? Well, hang on, hang on, just a second. Okay. That only shows you how racist Southlake is because <laughs> they have bullied blacks into buying into the white mentality That's right. that That's this right. is a meritocracy. Yeah, that that doing well actually helps yes. you in the long run. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah they bought right. into that. That's how bad things are. Okay, so here's what happened. 
um, they the parents found out about all of the stuff that was going on, this wild overreaction, and they have gone crazy. Uh, there's an election. Two school board members are probably going to lose their seat. There's all kinds of parental pressure and community pressure on the schools to stop all of this cultural uh, critical race theory. They found out that in 2019, the administrators were given a preview of the kind of instruction they'd be expected to oversee and carry out under a cultural competency regime. That's what the hmm. city wanted to do. They were like, you know what, let's just do cultural competency, uh, uh, you know, and, and make sure everybody is uh, competent, to, uh, you know, in the culture. What? Teachers and administrators who choose to treat students, parents and colleagues equally regardless of their skin color or ethnicity, are accused of cultural blindness. Mm. Wait, what? Um, A state in which differences are ignored uh, and one proceeds as differences don't exist, white privilege is there. And it's able to, uh, white privilege is able to navigate daily life in the American culture without having to think about race. So if South Lake treated you exactly the same, yeah, you had a problem. Um, administrators occurred to construct white identity, discussing what does it mean to you to be white uh, and whiteness, as well as naming some characteristics of white culture. Do you remember when uh, Katie Couric said, I said, I just think that Barack Obama has a, a deep seated problem with uh the white culture yes you remember that yeah that that was the quote yes okay i i think he is a racist no that's not exactly right i think he just has a deep-seated hated for uh, hatred for the white culture i was talking about critical race theory but i didn't know it at the time listen to this administrators are cons- uh, encouraged to construct naming characteristics of white culture and I remember Katie Curry going, what was white culture? What is white culture? What do you mean by that? What is white culture? I don't know, Katie. Why don't you ask these people what white culture is? Seems to me I was right, you dim bulb. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's supposed to be good news. Anyway, there's more on this. We're going to get into it next hour. But I want you to know people are standing up and it is not only there. I will give you another story. The Ohio legislature has uh, approved a ban on teachers indoctrinating students with critical race theory in school, and the governor just signed it into law. One more thing I want you to do. I want you to go to 1776unites.com. Look for their curriculum. It is free for everyone to access. Schools can use this, uh, and you should use this in your home. Everyone, every parent should use this curriculum. It is free. It is something that you can just bring up at the dinner table if you're not home teaching. But if you are, this is a great starter kit on the curriculum uh, for, for the dismantling of the ideas of critical race theory. 1776unites.com. Please check this out today. I, I was on the website the other day. I've downloaded all of it. I think all of it is fantastic to teach to my children. Please do it. And if you're a, in a school, start here, 1776unites.com. More good news in uh, just a second. First, let me tell you about Legacy Box. What are you going to get mom for Mother's Day? 
I mean, you already got her the Elvis themed toaster. You know what I mean? The couch pillows with your face printed on them. All nine seasons of Matlock on DVD. I mean, what else is there, right? I got a great answer for you. It's called Legacy Box. It's a super simple mail-in service to have all of your videotapes, camcorder tapes, film reels, pictures, all of it digitally preserved on a thumb drive, a DVD, or on the cloud. Give mom the gift of preserved memories. This is honestly the only thing I want from my kids is I want the pictures organized and saved and everything else. Um, you can now do this for your mom. And it is a really good thing. Those pictures are going to fade and go away if they're not already. Legacy Box helps bring new life to your old media by unlocking the trap family members and putting them on a modern digital format that everybody in the family can enjoy. And for a limited time, Legacy Box is running a 50% off Mother's Day special. 50%. Order your box today and preserve the memories and give it to mom for Mother's Day. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Save 50% while supplies last right now. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. So, uh, Pat, we're going to continue our good news uh, into the next hour. Stand by for that. Um, but uh, they're, in the Florida Keys, they're doing an experiment. Uh, and uh, they're, they're wiping out all mosquitoes they're releasing 500 million gene hacked mosquitoes so they're all male and they have hacked the genes so they pass something on to the female and when the female mm -hmm. reproduces uh the if it's a female they're the only ones that bite if it's a female they die out if this works that is genocide that's mosquito genocide and I, i'm i hate mosquitoes i don't want to live around mosquito i hate them but i think there's probably some purpose for mosquitoes when has it been okay we can't touch the rainforest because some unknown animal or some unknown plant that we don't even know is being destroyed and we're we're making them extinct but we don't have a problem making mosquitoes extinct does that sound smart to you that's another hard one because yeah i want mosquitoes to go away i this would only kill Me too this would only kill something like two percent of all mosquitoes though this doesn't do very much um which is why some of the residents are pissed go ahead a lot of the residents are mad because they're releasing half a billion they're not even sure what's going to happen here and uh e even if it's completely successful it only wipes out two percent yeah, but isn't that because it's only a certain kind of mosquito? The idea yes. is to be able to do yes. this with all mosquitoes. And I'm I'm for the ratification of, of mosquitoes, but does somebody know what they do besides bite people? <laughs>